This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, it's a short week this week because tomorrow is July 4th and everybody's lazy. No one's working tomorrow. Though I'll be here Friday, but Al won't be. So he says, adios. What's oh, up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Italy on uh, Sunday. I'll be gone for the week. I guess I'll be posting photos or something, although I don't know what you? I'll be doing You're there. <laughs> I don't like to be in the spotlight, Jerry, but I'll probably post some photos. Over, under on photos, 250. Uh, that I take on the trip? No, that you post. Oh, that I post. <laughs> mm, I will take a lot on the trip, I'm sure. Then I'll weed through them and delete them and post some good ones. Right. I have an actual first story, Jerry, from the actual newspaper this morning when I saw it. Okay. And it is one of my worst nightmares. I'm going to say my worst nightmare because it used my worst nightmare used to be pit bulls. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I've come around to when I see a pit bull now on the, like the Asbury Park boardwalk, I don't run from it. I don't go the other way. Mm-hmm. I've gotten better with that. You're facing your fears. Yeah, and it, I, I'm not as fearful of pit bulls as I once was. What I am still fearful of is groups of teenagers. That's not gone away. And I read a frightening uh, story in today's New York Post. Frightening story. Staten Island mall brats attack. Police have ramped up patrols at the Staten Island mall following a series of five vicious attacks on young women by a pack of attention-hungry teenage girls. Really? Girls? According to the New York Post article that I'm reading from. A crew of 12 and 13-year-old girls beat down people in the mall. 10.15 p.m. on June 21st. Nothing good happens after 10. And a slightly older group of teenage girls attacked two 14-year-olds at the shopping center around 9 p.m. on June 26th. 
How about this, Jerry? There, this is uh, one warned the father of one of the victims warned, "quote These gangs are out there." Right. They pulled my daughter's hair and held her on the ground while other girls beat her and kicked her. It's terrible. It's like the Hunger Games. Hmm. His daughter was left bloody and bruised while her friend suffered a concussion. Quote, they stalked, they stalked her through the mall and then surrounded her. They were like Al-Qaeda, very organized, and everyone has a job. One girl distracted my daughter, got in her face. The others attacked. Man, I want nothing to do with groups of teenagers. I know. You've I really always don't, said that. Jerry. You've always said that. I don't like it. And there's a park by my house that is starting to attract teenagers. Teenagers in malls, teenagers in parks. No good. Well, just stay in your apartment and you'll be fine. If you have teenagers, beware of what they are doing. Right. If you see your teenager going out with other teenagers, they're forming groups of teenagers, which is only trouble. A public service message from Al. Yes. Hi. Do you have a teenage son or daughter? I do. Do they often go out with friends? He does. Do they attack people at malls or parks? They do not. Well, then your kid's in good shape. Uh, Did you see the one about the masseuse in Brick, New Jersey? A Brick, New... uh, I did. This was at a... I mean, you want to talk about human beings being complete trash. Now, run this one by. I did see this on News 12. I heard it in the background. So what was going on with a masseuse? uh... Arrested for penetrating a female client, customer, whatever you want to call them. Yes. You got to... Anytime... You got to be joking, dude. Anytime a news story starts with a masseuse, always bad. Never going to be a good story. No. And that's why I used to live down there. That's terrible. Yeah. And from looking at it, too, it looked like a nice place. Like, come on, man. Oh, it was one of the chains. Oh. I don't remember which one. I don't want right. to speculate. Right, it's not one of these tiny little no, like, hole-in-the-wall places. It looked like a respectful place. It was a place where if I said the name, you'd go, God, I've heard damn. of them. That can't happen. You can't do that. That's why these massages, man. Keep your clothes on. Yeah, I've gone for very few massages in my life. Two, I think. Three I've, tops. I've never had a massage. And they go, you could take your underpants off or leave your underpants on. My underpants stay on. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm aware. Yeah, I'm not taking my underpants off. It's a bad scene. I don't, I don't need that me. much of a massage. Like, you can massage my back, and if I have underwear on, I have underwear on. Can I give you one more while we're Ooh, doing Jersey yes. Shore stuff? Jersey because, Shore stories. Uh, yeah, I mean, because this, someone's got to explain to me what the hell is going on. Okay, this is uh, this falls under the Jerry segment. What the hell is going on? Posted at 726 this morning. Okay, who posted this? NJ.com. Oh. An 800-pound white shark Oh, pinged multiple times off the Jersey Shore Tuesday. Really? Which showed uh, up from northern Florida. I guess they had it. To which, uh, did they say which Jersey Shore town we should be careful? Uh, Cape Sharks. May. Cape May. Yep. It, if it swam up from Florida? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Oh, man. So they, they basically had a tract. So it's been in and around Cape May, Wildwood, and Stone Harbor all week. It's unbelievable. I mean, really. Like, what the hell is going on? And then an LBI, two days ago, a couple of guys pulled out a shark Is that, that right? was close enough to shore that they were able to capture it and bring it out. What did they do with it when they captured that, it? That I don't know. That's where the um, the video cut off. Would you rather take your chances 
In a pool? I'm good in the pool, yes. In the waters with a shark that swam up from Florida. Jesus. Or teenagers at a Staten Island mall. Neither. Yeah, me neither. I, I think neither one is a good idea. I'd like to see the teenagers fight the great white shark. Oh, God. That's fine. Fine. And I would say, you know who would win that fight? Whoever had the home field advantage. If the shark had to go into the Staten Island Mall, probably the teenagers. Yeah, I don't think it'd do well without water. And if the teenagers, if those punk teenagers think they're so tough, go swim off of Cape May, New Jersey. In your group. An 800-pound shark. Yeah, an 800-pound shark will bite you. Possibly eat you. Yeah, I'll eat you. Yeah. Are they looking to eat us, the sharks, or they are not looking to eat I us? I don't, but I think... They say if you look like a seal, it's going to eat you. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of you're in their domain. Right. And the, it's just concerning when you've... You know, for me, I got kids. One hates the water, which, thank God. The other one, who's the younger one, is a pain in the ass. He wants to go in the he water. He loves the water. There's jellyfish in the water. Uh, Sharks. There's everything in the water that's... Oh, and Crabs. I like the beach. Knee high water. Yeah, me too. I don't I'll get need my foot you going wet. all the way out. And enough with the skin. Oh, God almighty. Yeah. I, mean, I can't. This is the one thing. If you want to say anything that has stressed me out about being a parent. Yes. In these 14 years, that's it. Shark attacks on your children. Kids in the in the, in the beach, in the ocean. Yeah, because you can it get pulled under out. from the undertow. Yes. 100% freaks me out. Sharks. I do not like it. I'm going to the, well, whatever. Dolphins will attack sometimes. Oh, I go to these, we've gone to some great islands the last few years i ain't going in past thigh high max right and and you can see right that's clear water right this isn't this mess that we swim in and why is it okay that we swim in this disgusting water mm-hmm. but like if the pool's a little cloudy yeah, like, oh, you can't go in there yeah the why? ph balance is off don't go in the pool we had the, uh, a couple of uh my kids friends came over yesterday water was definitely a little cloudy because there was some imbalance i didn't put the chlorine in whatever and one kid's like, we go in? I'm like, go in. It's fine. You're right. It's not green. It's cloudy. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> You're going to go to the beach tomorrow. Trust me. This is better. Or even worse than when people go in the beach, people that go in the lake. That yes. water is just sitting there. At like, least the ocean, you feel like it's cleaning itself with the constant movement. I suppose, but did you see the story of the woman who died because she got the bacteria eating? Uh, she got cut and she got the flesh-eating disease. Bacteria oh, ate her. God. I don't know what the hell it was. She, they were going to take a leg off, and then a week later, she got a fever and she died. Well, this is some podcast, Jerry. What are we doing? I'm, I know we're going into a vacation weekend yeah. for most. What are we doing? We're hitting, sitting here talking about. You started it. Teenagers attacking, sharks attacking, flesh-eating bacteria attacking. I can't. I can't take. Let it. me give you some good news, then, Jerry. Please. You want some good news? Yes. Uh, police have finally caught the serial toilet clogger in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. That's why you don't live in Sheboygan. First of all, the name's stupid. Sheboygan. Number two, you got a guy clogging toilets, please. Now, when I first read the headline, I'm glad I read the whole article. When God, I first read, suck. When I first read the article, I thought the guy was pooping and clogging toilets. He had an overwhelming desire to put 20-ounce soda bottles in the women's toilets around Sheboygan. To clog them. Why? Because he's an ass. Humans are trash. A criminal complaint quotes this fella saying he got, quote, very strong urges to pull bottles from the garbage and use them to plug toilets. Yeah, that's hysterical. But that he stopped the behavior when he heard police were looking for the toilet clogger. 
This is a great quote Put from him in jail. Uh, his name is Patrick Beeman. This is a quote from him, Jerry. Quote, I need to make things right and pray forgiveness every day. Yeah, go to jail. The Sheboygan Press, the very big newspaper out there, reports he'll be participating in a program that allows him to go to work during the day and spend the rest of the time in jail. I wonder what he was doing for work. Hmm. They tracked him down. He was uh, it wasn't a plumber. He was working for a temp agency. No, you're kidding. He couldn't hold a steady job. Shocking. <laughs> oh, and he has to pay 150 days in jail. He'll be on probation for three years and pay more than $5,500 in enough. fines. Should be $55,000 in fines and put him on probation for 10 years. What do you suppose he has that he very strong urges to clog a toilet? Nothing. Nothing. That's what he has. Very strong urges. He's trash. So not just, hmm, I'd love to put this uh, this bottle down the toilet. It wasn't that. It was like, man, I really want to. I got to tell you, you have it right, really. I really want to You really put this... have it right. Sit toilet. in your damn apartment and be left alone. Yeah. Because everybody you run, here's my new phrase. Okay. And I almost, I actually almost posted this Ooh, the other day, but I figured my tweet. wife might be insulted by it, even though it has nothing to do with her Okay. At all. Let's see. But I just think it, I think it is fitting for much of society. Believe in yourself because everyone else at some point is going to let you down. Right. That's it. People will always disappoint you. You're always going to be disappointed because people are just. Go- oh, I can't. I'm you said the best. People say. are garbage. It's just, some of these stories. It's like, what is wrong with everybody? Yeah. God, who said? Why can't we all just get along? When was that said? Like, Rodney King through. said that. Who? Rodney King after um, the L.A. riots were going on. Jesus, it is. Just, mind your own effing business and live your life nicely. Yeah. Is that so hard to understand? I think the worst story locally that I can think of in recent time was the the superintendent who was pooping by the high school track. That's the worst one? I mean, that is bizarre behavior. As opposed to the masseuse penetrating a client. Also terrible. There, it, it just, there's, no, there's no words for these stories. Yeah. And these are, these are here in our town. Jerry, we sit here every day and mock Florida. We're Florida. Well, we're not. I mean, we could be Sheboygan. Oh, that, that story was Sheboygan. That was pretty bad. Staten Island. That's true. I don't live in Staten Mall attack. I just drive through Staten Island. I would not go to the mall until they caught these teenagers. I'm with you. I'm with you. No more malls. I'm out. You know what doesn't happen when I go on Amazon? Get attacked by teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Does not happen. You know what happens when you sit in your apartment? Yeah. Nothing. 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 No one attacks me in you here. You live in peace. Yeah. It's true. No one attacks oh, me. God, I swear to God, it's just awful. It really is. And we did get a very nice postcard, Jerry, from Sanibel Island. And Another this, postcard. This comes to us from Jamie from Clearwater. Oh, hi there. Sanibel Island for a couple of days. Drove down from Clearwater to visit my mom for her birthday. Huge fan of WFAN and the podcast. Let's see. Uh, he, this guy can't believe you paid $21 a drink at the PNC Art Center, Jerry. Okay. Says it's a little bougie. He says, uh, Al, have you thought about living in Seabright High in the Highlands uh, area? You can take the ferry to work. No, we can't. The ferry ain't running at 3 o'clock Correct. in the morning. Correct. Come on, Jamie. See ya, Jamie from Clearwater. Uh, P.S. Will you guys get the 5.30 a.m. spot after Tony retires? Good question. <laughs> we should. 
Although I got to be honest with you, today I don't think I could have filled 5.30 to 6. Why? There was not a lot going on. Well, no, time out a second. Slow I think day. here's we how I think we do calls. it. If it ever if it ever comes up, okay. If that's ever the opportunity ever presents itself. The opportunity of a lifetime. I think what we do is we have some fun first and foremost. Okay. With the main topic from the night before. Okay, main topic. So to me, I think five th- we come on five thirty and take it to five forty, oh. talking all about the Mets and the Yankees. Right. Then we come back on at forty five and we do all the goofy stuff. The fun topics. I don't think half hour is easy. I can do it by myself. Is that right? Dude. So could you. I hope you could do four hours with Kim Jones because that's what you, you're up against no, in a couple days. No, I've worked with Kim many a times. Oh, it's many fine. times. You'd be amazed. I Trust me. I did a college football show once, not knowing much about college football. Yeah. With no calls and only two guests <laughs> for four hours. <laughs> How? I have no idea. Yeah. But you just talk and talk and talk. Right. We'd be fine. Me and you would be fine. I don't want to take any calls during this new 530 show we're getting. Well, we wouldn't. It's only a half hour. Only a half hour long. No guests. Unless we want to do a paid spot with Mickey Calloway at 5.30 a.m. I don't think he'd be up. Well, you know what? He might be up. And what we try to do is steal all Mike's guests and just turn them into a.m.s. So if Mike does something at like 5.05, like Eli Manning or something, we'll say, we'll take Eli at 5.05 a.m. A.m. <laughs> you know, Boomer doesn't want him. <laughs> That's true. Eli's <laughs> not doing that spot this year. Remember, that was a big that was a big to do. Yes, because he, that's over. Because he thinks he's going to be. Did you see the story about sit- Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning. The reason he didn't want to do Monday Night Football doesn't yeah. want to do his brother's games. Doesn't want to critique because you have to critique everybody. Right. He's like, I, according to sources, sources said this that no Peyton, he wouldn't feel right just killing his brother if need be. Is that right? Makes sense. I could see that. I would appreciate that. Why ruin the family? Right. I could totally see that. What about Archie Manning doing the games? Would um, he be interested? Mm, no, I don't, I'm not interested in what he has to say. I, do, I don't give a damn about the announcer. You're not a big fan. No, it's not. a not, No, no, it's not that. Do I think an announcer can enhance a game? Yes. yes. But even like the Sunday Night Baseball stuff, I don't care. Yeah, I don't mind the Sunday Night Baseball It doesn't crew. bother me like it bothers Same everybody. Same here. Vascursion's good. A-Rod from time to time is very good. And Jesse Mendoza, she's fine. Whatever. I'm watching the game. I always think sometimes you'll get really good commentary from Gary, Keith, and Ron, no doubt. But that's also partly because I grew up watching Ron Darling and Keith Hernandez. I think that's probably why they appeal to us a little bit more than maybe others. I don't know. When people hear Ron on TBS, do they think he's great? I don't know if they do or they don't. Right. So to us, we have a little bit more of a connection to it. But baseball, like announcing them, it's kind of like in the background, like, you're hearing it, but you're not. It's kind of like when you have a game on in the background when you're doing yard work or something. You're kind of listening in. Ooh, it sounds exciting. What just happened? I don't know. I just I don't get crazy announcers. Who cares? Just watch the football game. The only thing for me for football, when you get the better announcers, it feels like I it's agree. a more important game. I said it can enhance it. Yeah. I, there's no question when you get Buck and Aikman in a big game in December, hearing those voices, for sure. But when the Cowboys are playing the Panthers week nine, Am I upset because Tom Brenneman's doing the game? <laughs> I don't care. Tom Brenneman and Solomon Wilcott. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you as the Jet fan when the Jets are good, Giant fan when the Giants are good, Cowboy fan when the Cowboys are good. Um, Bucks you, fan when the Bucks are good. Right, them too. Like, do you get all worked up if no, Sam I, Rosen's doing the game no, instead but of I, I do, Nance? No, 
No, but I do feel like when I hear Buck and Aikman or Nance, like, oh, this is uh, probably the big game of the week I got to pay attention to because these guys are good. When I see Spiro Didis, I'm like, mm, I guess they don't. <laughs> That's just, Spiro's good. <laughs> yeah, he's very good. But they, but there's so many legendary announcers that never retire that a guy like Spiro gets pushed down. Some yeah, levels. well, he'll have his time when he's in his 40s. Right. <laughs> when he's in his 40s, 50s, and 60s, he'll have his time to shine when, when the, the 90-year-olds finally retire. Yeah, I, I suppose. Like, I was watching the condensed uh, Yanks-Mets game. Right. And I think they had the feed from... MLB? Yeah, it was yeah. Bob Costas, I yeah. think. Bob Costas has a lot of games. I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Which is, it's fine. Again, I, I don't... It doesn't matter. But that felt even important for a baseball Bob game. Costas? Yeah. I guess. Hmm. I suppose. You're not so much, right? I, I Listen, we watched... We bounced back and forth with Kay and uh, Gary. So, whatever. So you guys were all over it. Well, because we had, here's the only issue with PlayStation View that we have. The one local channel we don't get, Channel 11. Ah. You get everything else, 2, 4, 5, 7, 9. No C-dub. No Channel 11. So when the Mets or Yankees are on 11 or the Mets are on 11, can't watch it. So we have to watch it on the cable in the back. So we had the Met game the Met um, telecast on in the back room with the cable. In the front room, where we didn't have the cable, we have the PlayStation View, it was Michael K. We were watching on Yes. And so that was behind by 30 seconds. Mm. So you bounce back and forth. Oh, there's Keith and Rod. Go back inside. Oh, here's Michael K. And so it was interesting. They should have put them all in one booth. Put it on all the channels. One booth. Ron, Keith, Michael K. Bob Costas. Bob Costas. Who's doing the game with Harold Reynolds? <laughs> I don't know. I, it was yeah, all no. Bob Costas uh, oh, highlights. Oh, play by play, right? Yeah. All right. He's terrific, though. Jerry, um, you have yourself. Listen, don't worry about me. I'm not going anywhere. Terrific fourth. Don't do anything stupid and in Italy fifth. where you end up in an international prison. That I will not do. All right? And don't push over the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Okay. Just eat your pizza, your stupid coffee. Have a nice, boring, relaxing, enjoyable week. I got tickets to see The Last Supper. The uh, painting. That happened like thousands of years ago. The painting, Jerry. It's supposedly it's You're the size doing, of a are room. You really doing that? Yeah, I'm going to go look at the Last Supper. And then what? It's like the Grand Canyon. Well, the good news is, oh, like, there it is. All right, can we go now? You only get 15 minutes with the Last. How much supper. do tickets cost? Sixty-three. Shut up! You spent sixty-three dollars <laughs> on a ticket for 15 minutes. It was something in euros, so I don't know if I paid more than sixty-three dollars or less than sixty-three dollars. What else are you doing with the other uh, 19 hours of the day? I don't know. Probably talking about the Last Supper uh, photo no, uh, painting that I just saw. Wow! Can I get a selfie with the Last Supper? I know what you want is a not. refund on the trip. <laughs> this Last Supper was not so great. Could I, I get, get some of that money back? back? <laughs> Something. Gina, my flight was canceled. I'll be in Dallas. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's been they've grounded all flights. Be safe. Have a good time. All right, Jerry. Warm up program is next. See ya. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, day before the 4th of July, here we go. You know, Al Dukes, it's interesting. We sit here and we do this every day, and we talk about bets we should make, bets we might make. We had two yesterday. We could have, I suppose, we would have nailed the one that you suggested yesterday, that the Yankees' home run streak ends. It did. And then I said Mets sweep. 
It's 1-1. One, one. That would mm. still be in play. We didn't do either. Oh, hi, Jerry. How you doing? Uh, we did do some bets, though. You laid None down one. I got a text message uh, where you laid out the bets. Uh, uh, Alonzo home run and a Mets win. A Cano home run and a Mets win. Right. Well, that didn't Those happen. Didn't J.D. Happen. Davis homered. Yeah. No one else did. Did you put that bet in a J.D. Davis? Not available. Run? Oh. Interestingly enough. Not available. It was All not. Right. And I, at least not on the FanDuel site I used. I see. I don't know why. He was the cleanup hitter. And you're right, Jerry. The Mets stopped the Yankees' home run streak at 31. How about that? Booyah! Because that makes sense. Yes. It is interesting, though. If you watched last night's game, forget the Yankees for a minute. They're tremendous. They're going to win the division all great. That is what the Mets envisioned. Some timely hitting, good starting pitching, bullpen doesn't implode. Right. That's what they thought they would be. That game, when I started watching it, Jerry had buzz. A little bit. Well, the stadium's full. The stadium was full. And I full. think, too, you know what? I think the fact that they were both off the day before yeah. left you ready for a game. And it was so much basketball talk prior to that. A Let's get it. back to baseball. Well, and hockey talk. Pierre Maguire was and on hockey yesterday. Talk. You guys did a <laughs> hockey spot yesterday. <laughs> yeah. How about that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's me, like, ooh, getting, uh, ooh. Like, <laughs> you know, when you taste something weird in the zoo, it makes your whole body shimmer. You shake That's it. what hockey talk does to me. I <laughs> shimmer. Um, uh, and the seven line was out there, Jerry, out in the Broadster. center field, which I love uh, when they're out there because I love seeing. The, it looks good. I, I yeah, agree. it looks great. Yeah, everyone's in orange shirts, orange and blue. Yep. Uh, Brody was out there, and he didn't do the classic general manager move where you wear the collared. No, shirt. No, but I was impressed. He put the shirt on and a jersey on top of it. He had like a seven line jersey, yeah, pretty shirt good kind of thing. Look at him. He was out there for, I think, half the game. He's a man of the people. He is a man of the people, Jerry. I was curious after the third inning if he was going to check out, but he didn't. He stayed through four and a half. Yeah. People loved it. They loved taking photographs with him. That's how you win goodwill. I heard references. I was in the car for a little bit, so I heard uh, uh, Susan reference the seven line. Mm -hmm. Then I got home and I put it on the TV. I heard Ron Darling reference the seven line. Good stuff. I went out there with the seven line a couple times. I know. I haven't done it yet. I have to. It's exhausting to sit with them, though, Jerry. That's Why? Because like you probably, have to cheer? Yeah. Brody was probably planning to stay the whole game with the seven line. He was just like, I got to get out. It's you know what so they are? Exhausting. They're good fans. That's yeah. what they are. Well, like, Jerry, I'm telling you, every every pitch, they're on. They're in on every pitch. That's all right. They're chanting. Didn't they have you in the front row? Yeah. All right, so you're fine. They're, they're chanting. They're calling for strikeouts. They're hanging the strikeout signs. They've right. got large heads of uh, various players. That's what they're there for. Here's what yeah. you need to be, front row or back row. Yes. And then you're fine. You're in the middle. You're screwed. Well, and you're in the front row. You're expected to do a little more, which... Uh, you get away with it, though. Mm. Not in the screw. Well, that was nice that brought it. What about this? Mickey Callaway uh, manages a game from out there, sitting with the seven line. That would be awesome. He, like, calls in his plays, Jerry, his, you know hit and runs and pitching ideas and things from the seven line. And he's holding a big Brody head out there. Why don't you ask him about that? Ask me. I never get to talk to the guy. This is Mike why always gets that interview. Stupid ideas. <laughs> I don't ever get a chance to sit down with Mickey Calloway. Right. Hmm. Then I saw that uh, John Sterling's Iron Man announcer streak is coming I tell to you, an end. We put this in the report yesterday. This was in the sports updates? It was, because, you know what? 10-10 wins. It's not, listen, if Howie takes the day off, good for him, that's great. Good for you. Wayne Randazzo takes the day off. Whoever that is. John Sterling hasn't missed a game in 30 years. I saw something that uh, the last time John Sterling missed a game, Don Mattingly was the first baseman. Yeah. It was before he retired. I mean, it's unbelievable. In 1989, 
You know, Daryl Strawberry was still a Met. Think yeah. about that. And Deion Sanders was a Yankee outfielder. Briefly. That de- but that day that Sterling It is crazy. Yeah. But it's kind of, it's good for him. It's good. it's a cool streak and it's an announcer. I think uh KFC Barstool Kev he had an interesting exchange. Yes. She was even taken back by it. Pretty cool. Wow, it's going to come to an end. And one guy wrote, he's an announcer. Right. And Kevin's response was, was tremendous. Yeah. I can't repeat it because of the language in it, but it really, I think it set the tone for what it is. Yeah, it's because, impressive. Yeah, you did get a lot of that on Twitter yesterday because everyone was like, breaking news, John Sterling Street coming yeah. to an end, breaking news. So everyone was, yeah, was writing that like, oh, big deal, he's an announcer. You know what? I'd never miss a game if I was just an announcer. See, a bunch of idiots. Because there's idiots. travel, there's road games. Yeah. People don't understand that those announcers get to the stadium at probably 3 o'clock for a 7 o'clock game. They're not in their car and home until 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. They're they're actually long. I'm not saying they're, listen, none of us in this building or at a stadium are actually working for a I living. Am. No, we're not. You the least of anybody. Your stress level goes up because you fight with people. We Callers. don't theoretically work. We don't. Okay. But it's a responsibility, it's a commitment, and it is a grind of six, seven, eight months, eight months for the Yankees. I mean, my God, they start in spring. He's there in spring training a lot of days. And then opening day, and for the Yankees till at least mid-October every single year, you do it. It's tough. Not easy. And he does every inning, unlike some announcers. Well, that's, that's fine. I mean, whatever. I mean, he does every inning. That's great. But he's there every day. Yeah. Every single day. None of us are here every day. Do you think he knows all the hot spots in all the oh, God, cities? Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Where he travels to? Absolutely. He's been living for years. The restaurants, the bars, yeah. the hotels. Yes, I'm not sure what type of partier he is. He might be a go to the hotel room. He is uh, go to. Well, I interviewed him when I was doing that podcast. You did I, where I interview uh, announcer John Sterling. Yeah, I think you need to break that out today and re and Reboot repost it, it. Repost it. And he was. He said he pretty much goes to the. Hotel, does a lot of his work, research, and things. We'll go to dinner, but then right back to the hotel. Yeah, it's the best way to go. You get no no trouble. Yeah. Ask Ezekiel Elliott about that. I always think about a guy like John Sterling, who's been on the road now for all these years. Did he ever run into bed bugs? All these hotels he stays in. I think everybody that spends a lot of time in hotels at one time or another will run into bed bugs. Just the odds. I don't stay in nearly as many hotel yeah. rooms, and I've run into it. You ran into bed bugs. Yes, in New Hampshire. Boomer ran into bed bugs. Yes. If you're on the road, baseball players have got to run I'm into sure. bed bugs. Oh, I'm sure it happens. NBA guys. I, it has to happen. But if you're an announcer and you call down to tell them you have bed bugs in your announcer voice, hi, I'm jo- This is not. Well, that's impression. his voice. Have you, I have you, bed bugs. You posted, you, uh, you did an interview with a podcast with him. That's his voice. Yes. He's not Joe announcer, huh? Hi, I'm in room 221. I have bed bugs. Have you ever run into bed bugs? <laughs> no, thank God. That's interesting. And I check every I time I go in. I can't wait for in. the day that happens. Uh, I That's going to be awesome. Because I feel like uh, I... How do you check? What, I, do you bring a microscope? I know. You, you can't see you them? You can see them. I feel like no, I've watched the 2020. You can't. I bring Roscoe the what bed you, bug dog with me on all trips. What do you have? Like a, You have like the green light <laughs> yeah. that you're flashing? I put the green light. You see all the um, weird stains on the bed? Yeah, I look for a bed bug eggs. How would you do if you brought one of those green lights no, that's... and then you saw all the weird stains? Yeah, nope. Are you out? I'm out. Even if it's a beautiful hotel? Yep, out. That's why I can't have the green light. I agree. No one send me a green light. You'd have to move out of your own apartment. Or purple light, whatever it is. I think it's a green light. 
Yeah. Is it? Well, whatever. Either way, it but, highlights the stuff. But the bed bugs you can see if you look on the bottom of the mattress. You can see bed bugs. So you really were examining. I take a quick look because otherwise I'd be obsess- obsessive compulsive about it. I was in a hotel once that was so bad I slept on top of it in yeah. my clothes with a hood on. Hmm. Disgusting. <laughs> but I had nowhere else to go. But you know, on top, they never wash the. But I kept my. You're right, but I kept my clothes on. Yeah. And it was in the winter, so I had a few layers. Yeah. And I figured my head was covered. I put the hood right over. Boy, what a relaxing night in a hotel. It was not. (laughs) But here's what it was it was better than sleeping in the car. Right. Which doesn't work. And I did have a shower to use. Okay. So burn off the bed bugs. You know how bad it was doing a football game with the rash that I had on my chest and stomach? From bed oh, bugs? Oh, it was awful. They it bit you up? awful. Yeah, it was miserable. I'm going to ask John Sterling next time I see him. Ever have bed bugs? What Not you at your personal house, but on the road. When do you suppose you'll see him again? I think I've seen him twice in my life. Right, exactly. So not often. Not often. One more before we take a break. One more, Jerry. The U.S. women's soccer beat England. All right. And they didn't have Megan Rapino because she had a some sort of hamstring injury. I feel like it wasn't a big game. <laughs> right. I feel like she's one of them that's of a very vocal run your mouth kind of players. You got to show up for that game. You would think, although I would say in soccer, if you don't have your hamstrings right, yeah. how are you running up and down the field? I don't even know. I imagine she's not a goalie. I don't know. She's not a goalie. All right. So she's got to run up and down the field. She's got no hamstring. What are you going to do? But I feel like she's a trash talker, although she may just not like President Trump. Because I can't remember whether I know her name because she's no no she hates him, angry with the president yes or was also like tr- like a trash talker in soccer I don't know I honestly have because no idea. Alex Morgan did a little trash talking visually she did yeah. the sipping of the tea yeah I don't like that why I want our soccer okay. team to be nah come on they beat England well respected you don't like you've Not said you hate face. the Brits. The Brits? You're on you are you are on record as saying you hate the Brits. I'll I, find it. I like who likes us. Canada. Like Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Australia, I've heard, likes America. Right. And you like the Brits then. You know who I wrote root against always? France. We have to take because a break. Because in nineteen eighty six, they did not let us use our their airspace to bomb Libya. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. So we bombed we'll them. We'll get back to the history lesson in just a moment. With one more dumb story, I'm sure. Uh, after this on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. Mets beat the Yankees last night. 4-2 came back and did not blow the lead. How about that? They'll play again later tonight. What else you got? Jerry, we have our ace on the mound tonight, Jason Vargas, for the Mets. <laughs> I have against... a bad feeling about tonight with him. You do? <laughs> I do, yeah. I mean, Domingo Herman is pitching. Yeah, but I don't he's know. rusty. Yeah, he's rusty, but he's been great all year. When's the last time he pitched, Domingo Herman? Uh, it was a few weeks ago, I guess. A few weeks ago? I guess. Guy's gonna I don't have the exact rusty. date. He's going to be rusty, Jerry. You're right. Vargas was great against the Yankees last time. Who's sitting out with the seven line today? The Wilpons? Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Oh. <laughs> they would need a pretty big security detail <laughs> to get them there. No, see, when you go with the fans, you're embraced. I suppose if Darren surrounded the Wilpons yes. by the seven line people. Yeah, and they put on their t-shirts. I guess that would work. Yeah. But I still feel like there would be those that would fight hard to get to them. Like Brody, he he uh, reemerged as a fan favorite last night. Yeah, but Brody still, I the honeymoon period's probably over, but people don't hate him. Right. 
Mets fans hate the Wilpons. I saw that that uh, seven nine people were saying, you know, Brody did get us a couple of all stars, Pete Alonso. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 